and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and I believe that God wants to fill up heaven. He wants everyone to be saved, including you. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it, and then the end will come. That's the gospel, the good news of Jesus' true salvation. I pray that as you hear this message, it will encourage you to read the Bible for yourself. Seek the truth. Ask God to open your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what His Spirit is trying to tell you. The episode will begin after a short message. If God is our father, how in the world do we act like his kid? (laughs) In Ephesians 5, the Apostle Paul continues his sermon on what it looks like to live as a child of God. When we are born again, we are made new. It's up to us, with the help of God's word, the Bible, and the Holy Spirit, to imitate God. That's sanctification, and it's not easy. That's why Paul wrote all his letters. He heard that all the churches had started, uh, he had started all over Europe were having issues trying to walk the walk. They were influenced by many by false teachers sent by Satan to distract and divert them from the truth and from walking in the light. John wrote in one of his letters of encouragement, but if we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. That's in 1 John 1, 7. So here we go with Ephesians 5. Imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. Live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. Let there be no sexual immorality, impurity, or greed among you. Such sins have no place among God's people. Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes, though these are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. You can be sure that no immoral, impure, or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. For a greedy person is an idolater worshiping the things of this world. Don't be fooled by those who try to excuse these sins, for the anger of God will fall on all who disobey them. Don't participate in these things people do, for once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So live as people of light, for this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. Carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. It is shameful even to talk about the things that ungodly people do in secret. But their evil intentions will be exposed when the light shines on them. For the light makes everything visible. This is why it is said, Awake, O sleeper, rise up from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Living by the Spirit's power, verse 15. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. 
Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. You know, it's interesting. He's calling the first century evil days, and oh boy, we still have evil days going on now. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves and making music to the Lord in your hearts. And give thanks for everything to God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, that's Ephesians 5, 1 through 20. I'm going to interject something here. Is God telling us not to drink alcohol? No. He's telling us not to get drunk to the point where the liquor takes over our lives. Jesus turned water into wine, not grape juice. Back when I was a prodigal in my years as a wild child, I, as a daughter of a reformed alcoholic, drank a lot. I partied a lot. However, God had a purpose for my life because I survived college. Though I no longer drink like I used to, I'm not opposed to a glass of red wine now and then. More than one and my arthritis kicks up. Go figure. Here's my personal prodigal story in a podcast I did back in March. And you can click on over to my blog and listen to it there. Um, okay, we continue in uh, Galatians, uh, not Galatians, Ephesians 5. Spirit-guided relationships, wives and husbands. And I'm just going to read this and then I'm going to direct you to a good study on marriage. Verse 21, and further, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. For wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For a husband is the head of his wife as Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of his body, the church. As the church submits to Christ, so wives should submit to your husbands in everything. For husbands, this means love your wives, just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. No one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it, just as Christ cares for the church. As we are members of his body, and we are members of his body. As the scriptures say, a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united in one. This is a great mystery, but it is an illustration of the way Christ and the church are one. So again, I say each man must love his wife as he loves himself and the wife must respect her husband. That's Ephesians 5, 21 through 33. For the marriage part of this, I defer to Pastor Chris Langham's lesson on Ephesians 5 in the free Bible study app through the word. I've never been married and he explains it way better than I could ever. All this comes down to intentional living. And again, I, I quote, like yesterday from the Ephesians Bible study, Walking With Him Daily by um, Bo Walsrop, found in the free YouVersion Bible app. And he writes, The Christian walk is not a haphazard, free will approach to life. God requires us, us to be very intentional about the choices that we make, to be wise in the things we choose to do and allow his wisdom to lead us. 
We are called to be wise with our time as well. In this day of electric, electronic gadgets, there seems to be so many things that are trying to take our time. But God asks us to be wise with our time, making the most of it. In this day, I feel that this requires to be in to for uh, requires us to be intentional about how we choose to use our time. This means we must carve out sections of our day, give them to studying, sections of our day for praise to God, sections of our day for prayer, and sections of our day for doing these things with our family. After all, how can we know what is wise and unwise if we do not spend time with God, who is the giver of wisdom? Plug in today. Be intentional this next week to carve out time for communion with God on a daily basis. It only takes a short time to create a habit that can last a lifetime. Again, that's Bo Waldrop. And if you click on over to my blog, there's a link there to his book. It is super important that you study. Don't just read the Bible for yourself. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide you, to open your heart, mind, and eyes to see the truth. That's all you want, to seek the truth. You cannot go wrong if you follow the Holy Spirit's lead. And the free Bible study apps make it really easy to get into the habit of studying the Bible every day. And I recommend uh, the Bible app and Through the Word. And the links are over in my blog. Um, seek the truth. Solideo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Yes, the kingdom of God is here. We are living in strange, crazy times. The last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart. They are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, verses 20 to 22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Folks, Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Invite him, your Savior, into your heart. If you don't know what to say, read the prayer in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode, and I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope is through Jesus Christ only. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. Make sure you download my favorite free Bible study apps, YouVersion, Bible app, and Through the Word. These will make it easy for you to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily and seeking the truth for yourself. Oh, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button, then the share button. The good news of Jesus Christ is meant to be shared. Solideo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.